0: Okay, we're learning da'afir ches today. Uh, so we're starting from Tashima, two lines down the end of the line. Let's just talk about, we'll quickly recap what we're talking about here. So we have the concept of another Torah who becomes tummy. We know that the process is that they have a seven day purification, which anyone has for tummy mace. But then the Torah says, special things happen. First of all, they shave all their hair at the end of the seventh day. It's like the concept is, they've messed up the kedushah of the growth of their hair. So that all the hair has to be gone, start fresh. They're going to go back to day one. On the eighth day, there's special unique carbonos which are brought of, uh, for the Nazir. They are and an ola bird, and an ashram, lamb. Those are the things, with, that's what occurs. Then he goes and restarts, he restarts his count, all is good. We've been talking about what happens if someone was already Tomei and then was as Naziris. So the, is there from the, the, the presence of the Tumma is there from the beginning. It's not like the Kedusha was there and then it got messed up. So certainly he can't start his Naziris while he, while, while he... Even though the Naziris takes effect, he can't begin the count of the term while he is Tumma. But the Naziris takes effect, as we learned yesterday. It might even be he's got lashes for the Tumma. And he gets lashes for drinking wine, lashes if he cuts his hair. But he can't start counting the days until he purifies himself. But what the Gemara already clarified is... Is, is that he doesn't have to bring special unique karbonos on the eighth day because conceptually here, he hasn't disrupted, he hasn't messed up the kadusha of his count. He simply hasn't been able to get his count off the ground. So the unique karbonos that a brings when he becomes tameh are not applicable to this person who was tamay when he was makabal in his ear. So let's say he was in the cemetery when he was makabal. So what happens? He has to go go, go through the seven days, the seven-day process of purification and then start counting. That's great, but he doesn't have to have his carbonos of day eight. There's none of that. But what Argamar is in the middle of trying to figure out is, is there a shaving process which takes place on day seven? Does the shaving process only go with the one who's bringing carbonos? They're like a package deal. So since this Nazir, who was Macabal in his ears, when he was telling me he's not bringing the special carbonos for Timo, so he's not going to shave on day seven as well. Or do I say no, there are two, two unique aspects, the carbonus and the shaving. And the shaving is simply what a nazir who is currently tameh does in order to start his count. So this would be applicable as well to the nazir who is tameh from the outset. So what we want to know is, does the nazir who is macabre as nazir when he's is is he going to shave on day seven before he starts counting or not? So the Gemara says, Again, second, second line, if we look at the price Tashmah, the language of the Passock is, the person here has contaminated the head of the Nazir, and this is talking about when the person became Tame in the middle of Naziris, so where he has to bring the special Karbanos on the eighth day. So we say, the passage, the language of the Pasuk, clearly is only talking about a Nazir who became Tame. Because that's what it's saying. Timi Rosh in Israel, like as if there was Kedusha growing on his head and then he's defiled it. And the Torah is telling us he needs to remove his hair and bring the birds. Those are the khatas and all the birds. But it's also exempting the Nazar in the cemetery. Meaning, it's, it's, it's saying that someone who was macabre in his years, when he was Talmud, when he was in his cemetery, she ain't on Avlasev, he does not require uh, the shaving, the removing the hair, and the bringing of carbonos. The Pasuk is indicating only someone who had defiled the kedusha that was on his head needs that process of shaving and carbonos. But someone who was just Talmud from the outset does not require that process. Now, without the pasik, somebody could have argued for The reason a pasik was necessary, someone could have said it logically for sure he requires it. If even a noser was tar he needs to remove his hair and bring the karbanos, even though he was tar at the start, meaning he had more going for him. He was tar at the start. Yet, when the tumah comes, he requires the special process of the carbonos and the shaving. Me someone who's in was weak from the start. From the outset, he was tamay in Certainly he has to shave his hair and bring the carbonos. Lama, So that's why the Torah wrote that language. No. Don't think that someone who is mikavlo naziris but tuma needs it. Only it's all what it's all about is defiling the kedusha that's on him. And therefore, the concept is telling us that only a nazir tar who then became tuma requires it. service important for and nazir Anyways, basically, Shmami no, It's absolutely clear from the brayso that a nazir who was tummy from the outset does not have to shave on day seven, and as well doesn't bring his karbanos on day eight. So we have clearly resolved. Our question. Okay, so we we conclude that discussion here. Who is the author of the brisah, which says? So this is a bris that we saw yesterday. And the price is discussing what's the difference in the purification process of a Nazir who was Macabre Naziris when he was Tameh, like the Nazir in the cemetery that we've been discussing, versus a Nazir who was Tahar and then became Tameh. So it's saying there's no difference between them except for one point. Now, we just said there's a lot of differences between them, right? Shaving and bringing carbonos. But we mean in terms of the count. When, what day will he be able to restart his count? So the difference between them is as follows. If you are a Nazir, a Nazir, who is and Naziris in Tomah, So what's the halacha? So day seven already can be counted as day one of your term. On day seven, once he gets the sprinkling of the Paraduma ashes and he's regaining his purity, that day, once that happened, that rest of the day will be counted as day one of his Naziris. Masha if you have a Nuzir Tahar who became Tameh, who has to shave and bring Karbanos on day eight, so then day seven is not going to be day one of his of his of his, of his Tahar account. It's only going to be day eight, the day of his bringing of carbonos, which is going to be day one of his term. And let's just think that through. Basically, what we're saying is if you're a Azur who becomes Tameh, who requires a special carbonos to be brought on day eight, in addition to the shaving of day seven, but the carbonos of day eight, so you're not able to restart your count until day eight. And I think that logically kind of makes sense because you're, if the Torah puts the carbonos. As a part of the requisite and how he becomes pure, it's unique taka. that special carbonos that he brings the Nazar that becomes tamit. So then, until that's done, until that day eight is here, so how can he restart his count? It makes sense. For him, he has to wait until day eight to restart his count. Mashengin, the Nazar who was in Kabbalah in his years in the cemetery, who needs no carbonos, he just needs his purity, as we've said. He didn't defile his Naziris. He just needs to get pure in order to start the count. So then day seven already can be day one. So the Gemara explains. We're going like Rebbe. Rebbe, we're going to get into this now. Rebbe is the one who says that when a Nazir Tar becomes Tameh, he's not allowed to restart the count until day eight. But the way if it would be like the, 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 the one who disputes the dissenting opinion. He holds that every, the Nazir's count can begin on day seven. The day seven can restart the count, even though you have to bring special carbonos the next day. We're going to get into this right now, but Rabbi Yoseb Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is, despite the fact that on day eight, the Nazir, Tama, the Nazir tar who became Tommy has to bring unique karvanos, but what is the right time when he can restart his count? The count begins already on day, on day, on, on day seven. Fascinating idea. It's like, you know, it's like the Karbanos are like an after, you know, like after the purity, sort of a fact that must be done. I have to bring the Karbanos. I didn't you have to bring the Karbanos. But the purity itself is really achieved on day seven. Therefore, the count can restart on day seven, despite the fact that there's a khiv to bring the Karbanos on day eight. So now we're going to get into what are these sources? Who is Rebbe? Who is Rebbe Rebi Rebbe And this is really, again, a general word, General Nazir's question. Another and Taru becomes Tami. We know he forfeits the count, cancels the count. We know he has a seven day process on day seven, then he shaves. On day eight, he's going to bring carbonos. When does he restart his count of the Nazir? Is it day seven or is it day eight? So now the Gemara gets into that. Says the Gemara, my Rebbe, my Rebbe is Rebbe, what are these statements that we're talking about? Titania says in the Braisa, his head on that day. So here, just, it's, it's very helpful to see the Pasuk on the side of the Gemara. The Pasuk on the side of the Gemara here, Paragva, Pasuk it They're talking about the carbonos. Abroad, it says the coin brings the khatas and the ulla bird again. This is the nazir Tar who became Tameh, and he provides atonement for the Nazir. He sanctifies his head on that day, and then it goes on to say afterwards that there's going to be a carbon ashram as well. So, what is the Pasuk saying? And he'll sanctify his head on that day. What does that mean? So, 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 but what it means, what day? That day means the day that he brings Karbanos, meaning the eighth day of the purification. As soon as that day comes, as soon as the day comes, even though he hasn't brought the Karbanos, but as soon as the day begins, then his zeros already goes back to day one. We start, we start, he starts counting the new term. Deverei Rabbi, According to Rabbi, what we're dashing in Kiddush by Yomahu is don't think that the Karbanos actually have to be brought for the count to restart. As soon as the day comes, it's the eighth day, and it's the day that the carbonos are brought. Already at that point, the count restarts. That's the drusha of Rebbe. So Rebbe holds it's only on the day of the Karbanos, but the Pasuk is indicating you don't actually have to bring the Karbanos. As soon as the day of the Karbanos is here, the count restarts. No, the Pasuk, that day means the previous day, the day of the shaving of the hair, day seven. It's a drosh, that it means even though the, the word is written in the middle of the bringing of Karbanos, but is saying that it's the previous day when the account began. So how can that be? Where does the Gemara get that from? Right? How, how, how can you take it and say the seventh day? The Gemara will get to that. We're going to explain how the Jirashah is taken out of context like that by Yomahu, which is right in the middle of the Karbanas, and go back to day seven. So now the Gemara brings another Mishnah, introduces a concept, and we're going to try to figure out who the Mishnah is like. But bottom line, where we are, according to Rebbe, the count restarts on day, on day eight. According to reviewed. that's on day seven. What happens if a Nazir contracts Tumah? So he's of a carbon, right? The carbon of the Nazir Tarshenitma are Ola khatas, and Asher. What happens if, if then he becomes Tummy again? So we had one what, 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 one Mechayv and then he's getting another need, another carbonos. What's the line? We have a carbonachar. We have a special halacha that we say one carbon can suffice for multiple tumas. Fascinating halacha. In other words, even though there are multiple Tumas. so you would say maybe each tumma requires its own carbon. We say no. If you haven't brought the carbonos yet, then one carbon, one set of carbonos can, can count, can atone for many tummas. Mantana. What is the case and who is authoring it? Amar Rabbi, the Nazir who says that the Nazirs of Tahar, meaning the restarting of the count, takes effect on the seventh day when he gets sprinkled and when he shaves, even before the, the, day, the eighth day of the carbonos. So now the case is, the case is like this. Nazar Tar became Tameh. He went through the purification process. On day seven, he restarts the count. Before day eight comes, on day seven, when he restarted the count, he's back to day one, he became Tameh again. So that's the Shire. It's definitely a new Tumah. What do I mean it's a new Tumah? Because he restarted the count. Like reviews Rebuse, the count restarts on day seven. But the, the cool irony here is that it hasn't yet come the time that he was meant to bring his carbonos for the first time. Remember, you bring the Carbano's on day eight. But ironically, what happens is the count is restarting the day before on day seven. So what happens if he became Tommy again on that day? So it's definitely a new tumma. It's a new tumma disrupting the new count, but it's coming before he had a chance to bring his carbonos for the first tumma. That's what the Mishnah is saying. The Mishnah is saying is that he gets goes through the purification process again, and then one set of carbonos can atone for both of the tummas. That is the case. And again, it only makes sense, so like Rabbi that on day seven you restart the count. And the, the, the understanding of the law is since the time which is suitable for bringing the carbon hasn't come yet, by the time the second tuma is there, the tuma is there on day seven when he restarted the count, but before he was able to bring his carbonos, therefore all the tumos are able to be atoned for with one set of carbonos. But if you would say it's Rabbi, Rabbi holds that the Nasser can only bring his karbonos on day eight, then we'll never understand the case. If the case would be, if he was on the seventh day. And then he became Tameh again on the seventh day. That's not multiple Tumas. That's a long tuma. Meaning, the Mishnah says you can bring one set of karbonos for multiple Tumas. According to Rabbi, if the person became Tameh again on the seventh day, that's not a second tumma, that's just one long tumma. Why? Because according to Rabbi, the count does not restart until day eight. So, if the tuma the guy becomes tummy on day seven, that's just lengthening the same status of tuma. That's not a second tuma. The Mishnah says a person can bring one set of carbonates for multiple tumas. According to Rabbi, the case it wouldn't make sense because if he becomes tummy again on day seven, that's just lengthening the tuma. That's not a second tuma. Elamai, you'll tell me maybe the case is that he became Tami again on the eighth day. But then it wouldn't make sense that the same set of carbonos Kataka, exempts both tummas because I re yasa shashri love carbon. He became tame at a time he was able already able to bring the carbon for the first tumma. Meaning, if it became the eighth morning and he's already able to bring the carbonos and then he becomes tame, it wouldn't make sense taka that one set of carbonos could atone for both because the time, the chiyuv. For the first Tumma already was there at the time when the second Tumma happened. So it wouldn't be possible to bring the sense of the same set of Karbanos. So like Rebbe, you'll never have a case of multiple Karbanos, of multiple tummas being toned for with the same Karbanos. Manafshach. If it became Tamay on the seventh day, that's not multiple tummas, that's just one long tumma. Of course, you can bring one set of Karbanos. there's only one tumma. Elamai, the eighth day, on the eighth day, Taka, he already was of to bring practically the karbonos for the first Tuma. If he became Tomei again, he would have to bring a, same, a second set of carbonas. The, the, you know, the mission increases can only work with Rabbi Yudah. According to Rabbi Yudah, the case could be, you restart the count on day 7, even though you only bring the karbonos on day 8. If a second Tuma comes on day 7, it's a second Tuma. And yet, the halacha would be, you could bring one set of karbanas for both Tumas. Okay, wonderful. Now, the Gemara provides for us a little bit of the sources. My time to Rebbe Amar, who says that well, the count re- resumes on the 8th on the day, the It says, again, the, Kohen, the, the context of the Pasuk is, is, is in the middle of Karbanos, the Kohen is bringing the khatas and the Ola. It says, he atones for him. And then it says, he sanctifies his head. So which means that well, he starts the count again. So, so it sounds like we're saying it's only on the 8th day. Because reviewed i'm gang lay McCarvey Kedlish is Roche coach you could have said he sanctified said doesn 't have to say on that day meaning the Pasuk is written on the eighth day when the Kohen is bringing the kabbana. So if all the Pasuk is saying is that you restart the count on day eight, the Pasuk didn't have to say you're Makadish the head on that day. What are you saying on that day? Just say, and he's Makadish the head. If the Pasuk is written on the eighth day, we'd understand it was the eighth day. So therefore, there are extra words to by Yom bahu lamali. Why do I need the Torah to say on that day? Those are superfluous words. And we make a And an eno lashmini, if the words are not relevant to the eighth day, because the Pasuk is written on the eighth day. Tineo Lashvi it comes to tell us something about the seventh day. This is a classic drasha of a gemar that is saying in the middle of the eighth day when the Kohen bring is bringing in Karbanos, V'kidosh, his restarting the count. The Torah adds two words, by Yomahu on that day. It cannot mean on the eighth day because it's already understood that we're talking about the eighth day. That's the context. Must be we take the words out of context and we apply them to another day. What day? The previous day. And really what the Pasuk is saying is even before the day of Karbanos, already on day seven, the halacha is that the, 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 the count is restarting. Says the Gemara. How does Rabbi answer that up? Rabbi is saying that it's the eighth day. For Rabbi Nami Haksibayumahu. What, what is Bayomahu telling me? Let it just say the is rosho. The answer. So answer is The pasuk is telling you even if the, that before the carbonos were brought, he restarts the count. Meaning what the pasuk is saying, even though I'm writing to you that he's restarting the count, literally in the middle of the kabbanos. So you could say it's only when some of the carbonos are brought. So the Torah, no. Bayomahu. It has to do with the day. And if it has to do with the day, it's coming to tell you as soon as the eighth day comes, the count. Res- Starts despite the fact that the carbonos haven't been brought. So, everybody agrees that there's some novelty in the word by Yomahu. The question is what it's saying. According to Rebbe, it's saying the eighth day already he restarts the count, even though the carbonos haven't been brought. According to Abia so it's telling us a much greater novelty that even on the seventh day after the shaving, he restarts his count, despite the fact that it's not the day, the day of, that's even suitable for bringing the carbonos has not yet come. Okay, very good. So now, now we're going to go back to our Mishnah increases. Remember, our Mishnah increases that a person brings one set of carbonos for multiple tumas. We said it's only going like Rebbe Yehuda. And the case was that at the seventh day, when he restarted his term of Nazareth, he became Tummy again. It's a second Tuma, And yet we say, since he hasn't yet come to the eighth day, he can bring one set of carbonos. We said, according to Rebbe, there's never going to be such a case. Why? Because according to Rebbe, if he became Tammah again on the seventh day, it's one long Tumma, It's not a second Tumma. And if he became Tammah on the eighth day, then itaka the Taka, he already was high of in the carbon. he was already a time that was suitable for bringing the carbons. so then he wouldn't be able to bring one set of carbonus for both Thomas. us. So Zakti Gemara, Rav Chista, Rav Chista said that the Mishnah was only like Rebbe's Rebbe My look like Rebbe's What forced him to say that the Sna Mishnah was not like Rebbe, only like Rebbe's Rebbe Yudah? Let's come up with a case. Look, Ma, why don't we come up with a case that the Nazar became Tameh on the night before the eighth day? Meaning, in, right, we always know, in, in Yadus, we the night goes... The day begins with the night. So why don't we say that the, 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 the person became Tommy on the eighth night. Now, let's just understand what the brilliance of that, of that idea is. What's the time that a person can bring carbonos on the eighth day? When we say you bring on the eighth day, does that mean on the eighth night or only on the eighth morning? The answer is, of course, only the eighth morning. The reason is because it's a general halacha in carbonos. Carbanos are only brought during the day. That's a general kachem halacha. Carbanos are only offered. You only can do the, the essential avodah of carbonos during the day. So the time that is suitable to bring the carbon is only the eighth morning. When we say this drasha, that according to Rebbe, a person restarts their count on the eighth day, even before the carbonos are brought, when does that occur? When does the count restart? Presumably the eighth night. Because it's a din in Judaism, right? We start, we start by the night. So presumably the count has restarted already by the night time. But the time that is suitable to bring the carbon is only in the morning. So you have a 12 hour window when the count has restarted, but before it is suitable to bring the carbonos. So why don't we say that was the case? The case would be on the eighth night, he became Tommy again. So it's a second Tumah because he restarted his count. And yet maybe one set of carbonos would, would work for both because it wasn't yet a time that was suitable to bring the carbonos. That would be a great solution. Why didn't we say the case was that he, he became Tommy again on the eighth night for Rebbe? And it would be like Rebbe and if and the, the count resumes on the eighth day. We'd assume it means on the eighth night. And the carbonos aren't right to be brought until the morning, and therefore it'd be shaykh to say that one set of carbonos could, could atone for multiple tomas. So, so the Gemara concludes what it wants. Since we, he didn't do that, it must be he holds that the night before carbon is meant to be offered, it's not considered missing time. So let's get into this. This is a kudshim sogya, really, really longish. Yes, there's a halacha. That carbonos cannot be brought until the morning. There's a general din that the time when you offer carbonos is the day. But now put on your really lumpedish thinking caps. If I ask you, what is the time that is suitable for the carbonos of the Nazir? Is it the eighth night or is it the eighth morning? So you could say like this you could say, essentially, as soon as it's the eighth night, it's the time that the carbon is meant to be offered. Happens to be. There's a law out of left field, a general law in sacrifices in carbanos that we don't do avoda during the night. But the time of suitability out the laws of nazir to bring the carbanos is already now. Or you could say, no, 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 no. If there's a law in carbanos that you only do avoda during the day, then the Zman of the obligation to bring the carbanos is only during the morning. So on a practical level, the reason that's so lumdish, this is such a lumdish question, is on a practical level, of course, you only bring karbonos on the eighth morning. But we want to know is when are you obligated to bring the karbonos? Is it the pshat, as soon as the eighth night comes, you're obligated to bring the karbonos? happens to be I can practically only do it in the morning, because there's a general law in, in Avodah to do the Avodah only in the day. Or is it the pshat that the zman of chiyuv to bring the karbonos is only in the eighth morning? It must be we all layla lav zman, meaning that the chiyuv of karbonos is really at night. Just practically I'm stuck because of the avodah I can't do until the morning. Then it would be good why we didn't answer that. Because it's considered the zman of the chiyav of the karbon already by the night. So if he became of, if, he, if, if it would be considered that he already became chayav by the karbonos at night. And therefore, if he would see a second, if he would be makabal a second tumah by the night, we would say that one set of carbonos will not suffice because the time of chiyav for the first is already set in. So he restarts the count by the night. If you would if 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 you would if you would have a second Tumma by the night, we would say you can't you can't kill two birds with one stone and bring one set of carbonos for both for both for both tumahs. You know why? Because he was already high for the carbonos in the night, but as soon as he before he had the second before he had the second one. Now that's a big chiddush to say La So the gemara says back and blah blah, blah, you, No. Actually, you know something? It's not true. You've been assuming that the count restarts on the eighth night, regardless of whether or not you know the couple this whole lundus of the kabonus for sure the count restarts at the eighth night the truth is that it's actually not so simple if you hold laylo's man and therefore the time of Chiyuv of kabonus is only the eighth morning so therefore, in Amos machazik carbon letzavra. The earliest time of suitability for the carbonos is only in the morning. and is not Then the restarting of the count is not till the morning. The gemara is making a huge switch in its premise. Until now, the gemara had been assuming that for sure the count restarts by the eighth night. The question is just what the time of suitability for the carbonos is. The gemara is coming back and saying no. Whether or not you start the count on the eighth night or in the eighth morning, gufa is tali, and when the zman of the suitability for Kabanas. If you hold Laila's man, and the only time when it's suitable for the Kabbanas is the morning, then the count doesn't restart till the morning. And therefore again we'll never have a case because the in man is Khan If Laila's not Mukhusur's man, so the man of Khiv is already for the night, so then, then then the count restarts for the night. But if you all lie to those man, and this man chiyuv is only in the morning, then the count only restarts in the morning. So basically, we'll never end up with a case in Rebbe where the count had restarted, and yet when you become dame, one set of Karbanos will be able to atone for both. Again, why? Because if he became Tammah on the eighth night, so let's think it through. Is the eighth night a time when the count had restarted? The Gemara is saying it depends if you hold Lila Machuzer Zman or not. But Monav Shach, it's never going to have a case now how one set of Karbanos can atone for both. Because the only way to say that we restart the count on the eighth night would be if you hold Lila Lav Machuzer Zman, but then it's already a time when you have Machuiv in the carbon, and therefore one set of carbonos will not suffice. ElMA, you want to say Lila's is man, and it wasn't yet suitable for the carbonos to be brought, but then the count wouldn't restart either. When the count will restart, where we start is dependent on what is the Zman that is suitable for the Karbanos. So at the conclusion of the Gemara, Badas Rebbe, where we say the count restarts on the eighth day, when does it restart? Is it the eighth night or is it the eighth day? The conclusion of the Gemara is it depends whether, whether the Zman of suitability for the Karbanos is the eighth night or the eighth morning, which is a general, most lumdisher question. A kachim concept is Laila Mechusser Zman or Laila Lav Mechusser Zman. Again, practically, you only bring the Karbanos in the morning. But is the suitability, is the Zman Chiyuv of the Karban by the eighth morning? Or is it really from the eighth night? That's what the question of when he'll restart the Naziris is. But either way, you'll never have a case, according to Rebbe, of multiple Tumos being atoned for by one set of Karbanos. Wow, That's a, that was a heavy piece of Gemara. So where are we? Now we're going to get back into what we've been talking about. The Mishnah that we said um, that, was like, uh, that was going like Rebbe's Rebida. So Guvo, we go back to the topic we've been discussing. Let's say he became Tama in the seventh day, from the first Tama, and then he became Tama again on the seventh day of purification from a second Tama. What's the law? You only have to bring one. Uh, you only have to bring one carbon. Again, we're saying like, we read the account restarted, but since he wasn't yet, it was still the seventh day, it wasn't his man that was suitable for carbonos. so one set of karbonahs were atoned for both. Whereas, nitzvah vashmini, let's say he became on the eighth day of purification for the first time, and then he became tomb again on the eighth day. From a second time, each, each one is going to require its own, because it was already this man when you could bring the umone miyad. When do you start counting? So, miyad. What does this mean? On the seventh day. Immediately after you sprinkle the sprinkling, the immersion is done, you start, restart the count every Rebbe Eliezer. So now we get the name Rebbe Eliezer, the Mishnah, Rebbe, here we're learning that the opinion of Rebbe Eliezer is also agreed upon by Rebbe Eliezer, that the count restarts on the seventh day with the purification, despite the fact that the carbonos are not till the next day. However, now we're going to learn, get ready for this, hold, until now we've had Rebbe and Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Eliezer. Now we're going to have four opinions about the precise timing when the Nazir restarts his count. So, so far we have Rabbi Eliezer and Rebbe Yetz Rebido who hold that it's day seven after the purification. Then the count restarts. So the Chachamim old, the count does not restart until you bring your Chatas. So let's just understand. You bring an Ola bird and a Chatas bird, and then there's a carbon ashram which is brought. The Chacham that the Zman, when the Nazar restarts, is after the Chatas is offered. So in the middle of when the Karbanas are offered, right, he's got three, Ola, Chatas, and ashram. Once the chatas has been offered, the Chacham say, on the eighth day, but you need the chatas to be offered, then the count restarts. That's a new opinion. We haven't yet seen that. We had Rebbe who said that the count restarts on the 8th day even before he brought any karbonos. Now we're seeing an opinion that it starts in, in the middle of the karbonos, after the khatas is offered. Hebi chatasov, he had already brought the chattas for the first time and then became time he became tummy again, brought the chattas for the second time and again became tummy. Maybe karma kalachorachot, then you'll need a separate karma for each. Hebi chatasov, Levi Hashem, if he brought the khatas even though he didn't bring the asham, he starts... He restarts the count of the Nazirs. That is the second opinion of the Chachamim. A third opinion. Rabbi Yishmel Badosh, Rabbi it. You're saying that the carbon khatas holds him back from recounting. So do the carbon Asham holds him back from counting. In other words, he holds until all the carbonos are brought, including the last Asham, the count does not restart. So that's a third opinion here. So, in this price, so we have three opinions, but putting it all together in our minds, we know we have four opinions. Let's go through them one more time. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Rebu who holds that the count restarts on day seven, when the purification is done, even though the day for bringing Karbanos has not come at all. We have Rabbi, who holds that as soon as the day of the Karbanos is here, you restart the count, even though you haven't brought the Karbanos. Is that the ninth of the eighth, or is that the morning of the eighth? That was the dispute, whether of those Machlutz or not. We have a third opinion of the Chachamim that it's after the Khatas is brought, that's when he restarts the count. And we have a fourth opinion of the Shwab that it is after the Asham is brought. So now the Gemara goes through how all the, all the opinions fit with the Psalti. Some of the Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, very good. Again, we saw that Passock in the middle of the Karbanos. It says that he, he resanctifies sanctifies his head, right? He starts the count again on that day. So remember what's on that day, even though. He didn't bring any of his karbanos. Now the truth is that the Gemara's words are a little bit off. It's more than just even though he didn't bring karbanos. It's really even the day before, as we dash and review. reviewed the Rishodim struggle. Something is wrong with the girsa so here. Obviously, it should be even though it's not even the day. That's the whole thing. He could have just said v'kiddush well, roshah. Why did it say by yomahu? So we take it out of context as we learned before, and we say it means the seventh day. For Rabbanon, what do they say? The Rabbanon say it all depends on the on the khatas. They say hahu Afishlev It's saying on that day, the eighth day. But the Torah is telling you, even though you didn't yet bring your asham, the last garb on the Nazir's count is restarted. According to Rabbi Shmuel, he says that the count only resumes after you bring the asham. So according to him, what does the Torah say on that day? Let it just say the Kiddush is rosho. There's no special thing that's happening. It's just when all the karbonos are done, he restarts. So So it's coming to tell you even if he didn't bring the ola. In other words, what we're saying is only the Khatas and the asham are essential, but not the karbon ola. So what the Pasik is telling you is that on that day is that the ola, if the ola hasn't been brought, he still restarts. So again, I know it's a little confusing, but there are three karbonos, ola and chathas, bird and asham. According to this last opinion, Rabbi Shmuel that the Chattas is ma'akev and the asham is ma'akev, the one thing which is not ma'akev is the ola. So everybody agrees to that point, that there's something that doesn't have to be brought for him to restart the camp. But Rabbi holds it's only the carbon Ola, which is non-essential. But both the khatas and the Ashram are, are essential, whereas the Chachamim were saying it's only the Chathas which, which is essential, but even the Ashram is not. For Rabbanon, the Rabbanan who said back that it's only the khatas which is essential. They were saying we're excluding the, the Ashram. How do they exclude the Ola? They explained Ola lo yuta. They didn't use it for Ola because you don't need a meat for the Ola. Dorun baalma a, a ola is a present. What are we saying? So this is a real Kachun concept. Remember, showed him saying that Nazareth is really supposed to be in Kachun. You start seeing why already. Ola, it, it's not atoning type of carbon. The ola is a donating type of the carbon. So therefore, even when it comes for a chiyof, like a Nazareth Tameh has to bring an ola Khatas and ashram, we still look at the ola as just a gift to Hashem together with the other carbonas which are atoning. Now you only bring the gift when you're atoning, 100%, and you're obligated to do it. But the nature of the Ola is still a gift. So therefore, it's, it's, it's intuitive that the gift is not Ma'akiv. It's fascinating that the gift is not Ma'akiv. In other words, it's not part of the, the Kapara service itself. The khatas and the asham they are. So there, you need the Psokim to be Mamayit, that it's not, not Ma'akiv. The Ola doesn't need a Milt. The nature of an Ola is that it's just a gift to Hashem, and therefore it doesn't need a to say that it's not Mamayit. My said that all that matters is the chatas. So what do they do? So in other words, and I think, I think what, what the Gemara is bothered by that we've shown him explain here, is that basically if you take a look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk put, says the context in between. It says the coin brings the chatas, Ola, and then it says afterwards he brings the Asham. So just look at the context. It already sounds like the chatas is Ma'akev and the Asham is not because after he's brought the chatas, the Ola, then it says, and then afterwards it speaks about the Asham. So if all that we're just reading in sequence, it sounds like after the khatas, he restarts the count. So according to the Rabun, why do I need the pasuk by Yomahu? Why can't it just have been judged in the placement of the Shis Rosho that I could see is after the Khatas, and then I don't need the Asham. So the Gemara explains though, but in Svara, someone would have thought the asham was maqad. What's it telling you? What is the novelty? That he recounts the count even before the ashram because normally an ashram is absolutely ma'akiv. Let's say in Mitsorah, let's say other places when an ashram is brought. The ashram is so essential. You would say that by, a year two, by the Nazir. The ashram is crucial, and if you don't do it, you can't restart the count. We say that even before the ashram was brought, you're able to restart the count. His is is Manchihavi, only when he's already brought the ashram. See Darsh is a little bit different, that is only after the ashram. So bottom line is we have four different opinions in the Tanom. Let's go over Abus Rebi Yuda and Rebbe Lazar. Then Nazir is count by Yomahu means day seven. We take the words by Yomahu out of context. And we say that the count is restarting on day seven. According to him, we learned a very cool thing, that if you would become tummy again on day seven, one set of karbonos would suffice for both, even though it's separate tumos, because it wasn't yet the time suitable for karbonos. We have the opinion of Rebbe that as soon as the eighth day begins, even though no karbonos have been brought, by Yomahu, even though the karbonos were not brought, is it the eighth night, is it the eighth day? That's the holy in the Machlokas Laila Layla or Layla Ein Mechos Man. We have the Rabbanon that it's renewed on the eighth day, but not until the chatos has been offered. The Pasuk is saying by Yomahu, even though the Ashram hasn't been brought, which is a huge novelty because Ashram normally is essential. And finally, the fourth opinion, the count is renewed on the eighth day, but only after both the Chathas and Ashram have been offered. By Yomahu is just coming to tell us, even though the Ola has not been offered.